Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's Payne and Pendergast. All right, welcome back in, Payne and Pendergast. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Sports Radio 610 live on Radio Row. Big thanks to Yingling Flight for bringing us here. The Low T Center as well, helping us get to... Las Vegas and Radio Row. Bull shirts. Thank you for the shirts that we are wearing on the YouTube and Twitch stream that you can see. And you can hear the game, the big game, here on Sports Radio 610 Sunday night, courtesy of Solo Stove, solostove.com, the smokeless fire pits at solostove.com. All right. Previously on Payne and Pendergast. Yeah, can you use those inside or outside? What do we do with those? um, You have to visit solostove.com. That's the tease. I'll get one. That's not the one. No, I can't say that. Snoop did a different one, right? I don't know. He did one, though. What was the solo stove? No, solo stove has a definite, like, it has a flame. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, David Anderson is the voice, the non-Payne and Pendergast voice that you hear. Former Texans wide receiver, CEO of Breakaway Data. I want to talk about that in just a little bit. And by the way, DA is not one of these guys who's here to pimp breakaway data all over Radio Road today. We're just no, bringing I, that I up. will though if some people want right, to. Right, right, right. He's just he's a friend of the show. That guy's he's, by himself. He's I'll a, go talk to him. He's a friend. That, that woman's <laughs> interviewing people. Yeah, yeah, actually, she's not. She's standing by herself. Yeah, yeah. I'll go talk. You to her. You know what I did one year? One of our listeners did this for me. He adjusted my Wikipedia page to like it was like three times Super Bowl champion and stuff. So and I would go and this is back when I used to still do interviews for other people. Um, they would introduce me and bring me on to like three times. Super Bowl winner. You correct Which him. one? Are you? Oh no, they'd ask details. Oh, Dang. and then I got to watch the disappointment on their faces as they, as, as, I, as I explained. You're like, like, no, no I played for all. the Texans back yeah. when no one knew who we were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was on two expansion championship participant, two-time expansion team participant, Jags and Texans. Hey, all right, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Now I was on some good teams. Too. <laughs> you were on good teams. Sons of bitches. Um, I uh, David Anderson, who was a, a, a fellow draft class member with D'Amico Ryan's yep. and who was coached by Kyle Shanahan in Kyle Shanahan's first year as a full-time assistant coach, wide receivers coach. Correct. Um, we were talking during the break about just like the screen game with San Francisco. We we're talking about the San Francisco offense, but uh, like that's as a defensive lineman where a lot of times the worst part of your day is when you chase the quarterback, you think you're going to get a sack and ah, oh, damn it. It's a screen. Then you got to turn and run after <laughs> yeah. a screen. So I watch very keenly to who pulls it off well and who executes it really well. And the 49ers are one of those teams. Yeah. The Texans are not yet. Like what's the, what's the key in your mind to why some teams are so good at running screens compared to others? You got to run the ball. Yeah. You got to run the ball. I think this is what we talked a little bit on uh, off air is that like if you're just hand that ball to McCaffrey and, and at their wide zones, but you know those wide zones back when, like, even Arian Foster used to run them. You set wide, and then you can cut back inside that tight mm-hmm. end, and so Kittle's going to seal the backside, and you can that might end up like an 18, but it might end up coming all the way back to the backside almost like a 15 or something mm-hmm. like that, right? So they're trying to run, try run right, and, and it almost looks like they're coming left. 
that means all those D linemen have to run to chase their gap. So yeah. they're sprinting, they're sprinting, they're sprinting. And if they're used to guys crossing their face and it being a run, all of a sudden you pull that ball and now it's a little screen. Mm-hmm. They're already going the wrong direction. They're two, three steps out of the way. That's yeah. the key. Is like the game is so fast in the NFL. If you can get a guy to take one to two extra steps, that's all you need, for, especially for those guys for Debo to catch a ball. Now all of a sudden you're diving at feet instead of hitting him in the chest. And that's whatever, 12, 15, or touchdown versus a. You know, I mean, it's a, like everything in offense, especially, really kind of boils down to attention to detail at the end of the day, doesn't it? When it comes to execution, just like actually obsessing over those little things. Is ob- it, ob- obsessing over those little things yeah. and just like w- willingness to kind of be physical on every play. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Not taking plays off and stuff like that. You'd be amazed. And, and it doesn't really happen in playoffs, but like. If your right guard takes a couple plays off here yeah. and there, and now you got to run a screen, and all of a sudden he looks excited, yeah. and mm. you give away something. It's like receivers. Oh. If it's a run play and you're out there and your hands are down and you're looking lazy, like, oh. and now all of a sudden it's a pass play and my hands are up and I'm excited, that's, DBs are like, well. I'm, that's what I had a couple defensive backs tell me about Arizona's offense, and that's why I'm like amazed that Cliff Kingsbury is being taken seriously is that they're like, you could tell exactly who was getting the ball and who wasn't. Yeah. And like, the guys that weren't involved in that route were just like, just walking off the line, yeah, it's and wild. you get a half wor- a half season's worth of film on that, and that's over. That's pretty like that's, you might, yeah. I just as a regular football fan, as not non, yeah. not a former player like you guys, that's a fascinating wrinkle to me. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's almost like a poker game. Like you're you know you're reading the face and the body language of guys. Yeah, uh, oh, something that intricate. You know, yeah. one thing I didn't learn until like my last year in the NFL, I was so pissed Math? that I hadn't. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> was um, addition was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The no watching wide receivers like uh, coming out of the huddle, like yeah. some wide receivers yeah. will be like yeah. a lot more eager coming out of the huddle oh, yeah. if, they're, if it's oh, a yeah. pass play oh, yeah. versus if they're just kind of like you can yeah. tell they're just checking the boxes. Yeah. Yep. So you can sure. tell run pass real easily that way. Yeah, you can tell that, and then yeah. you can also tell uh, a lot of times like how if they're looking around. Yeah, you know what I mean. If it's a run play, you're just like staring into the abyss. Yeah, yeah. And then if it's like a pass play, you're like, uh, who can tackle me? Yeah. Who can tackle me? You're like, you're like a chicken They're looking all over the place. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Quarterback yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything, yeah. You, you, uh, we're talking to David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver. As long as we're talking about this offense, and you brought up Arian Foster as an example. Yeah. Uh, you, you were with the Texans 06 to 2011, so you were there for the rise of Arian Foster. Yeah. He was on the practice squad in 2009, got into a few games at the end of the year in 2009, yep. and then in 2010, he blew up. Yep. And I'm curious, two things. One, did you see that coming with Arian Foster in 09? And two, is there a running back that you've seen that's a better f- – like, is he, like, the premier type of fit for what that offense was? So I remember Alex Gibbs was our offensive line coach at the time, and Arian was on practice squad. And I don't know if I, like, walked in on an offensive meeting and he was talking with Kyle, but he really wanted to see Marshawn Lynch run the wide zone. So they were, like, making a play – they're like, this guy can do, he, he can do this. And the whole key is what Kirsten McCaffrey is, is like, you don't sprint full speed at the hole. You run at the hole because people are going to get washed. And then if, if they don't get washed, then you hit another gear and you go around or yeah. you hit another gear and go, come back side. And Arian understood that better than anyone uh, by far on our roster. And then it was pretty clear once he got through, he had enough wiggle and ex- acceleration to get past people, make people miss, run people over. Uh, and he could catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing that people forgot. He had great hands. And that, that makes you a, a threat. And that's, a, that's what Christian McCaffrey can do. Like, he can catch. So now we can do that screen game. And he's a threat even if he does. If you, even, like, because you'll see Christian McCaffrey will get a fake handoff. They'll do some weird stuff coming this side, and they'll come back to him and throw him yeah. the ball. And, like, 
you've forgotten about him, and all of a sudden he's scooting out the backside for 20, 25 yards. And so, like, it takes a certain type of build because you're going to get the ball a lot, right? And so both those guys have that, and Aaron had that. Um, you got to catch the ball, and you got to obviously be a good running back for that type of scheme. It's not for everybody because some people just want one hole. This is where I'm going. Some people got a lot more wiggle, and they're going to try like five or six different holes, and, and that, yeah, that doesn't be that work right either. balance between knowing when to hit it, yeah. but, but not yeah. dancing around in exactly the backfield right. either. Exactly right. right. Yeah, that's like Arian Foster just had such a like he had such a rhythm about it. It was mm-hmm. a nice rhythm. And it would just, yeah, like just he knew how to change the tempo up and when to hit it and to like make it through. Some of the holes on those cutbacks, it's, it's incredible like how small they were. And it ends up like, but but behind that, it's but you'll wide get, open. You'll get, yeah. you'll get, what you'll get is you'll get like a right guard. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, a defensive tackle and a defensive end that aren't in concert with each other. Right, so the exactly. defensive tackle will sprint to cover his yeah. hole, and the defensive end will kind of lag behind. And now all of a sudden, you don't even have to block him. Yeah, he blocked himself, yeah. and you cut back, and everyone's like, "Look at this huge hole!" And the defensive end stand there like, "Oh, it's, I was waiting for the boot," or yeah. blah, blah blah. And then you're like, "Now you're not going to tackle Christian McCaffrey flying right by your face." Miss Arian. Uh, you know who was talking about him the other day? It was Warren Sapp. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually said this about a 36-year-old running back. Where is Where's he? Arian Foster now? Yeah, he's, like he was he's tired. Like, he's he's, he's lighting cigars with $100 bills. Yeah. yeah. Like, out of nowhere, he was like, a, uh, Warren Sapp was assaulting, verbally assaulting Every Cam NFL Newton. player thinks you can get, like, they can still go back and give you like two, three good plays. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's dope. They're like, warm Do me you? up, warm me up. No. <laughs> You're the no, one sane no. one. Huh? No, actually, that's a lie. I can. <laughs> did you see, did you I'll go get you a choice route. I'll <laughs> get, get you a first down on third and seven. <laughs> did you happen to see Steve Smith Sr. Uh, yeah. running routes a couple days ago? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, he's still working out. He was doing it against it? NFL defensive okay. backs. Yeah. Is he trying to come back? I don't think so. Okay. I think he just still likes. I'm not going to tell him he can't do it. No, <laughs> it's because Smith. he'll verbally abuse you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or physically maybe. Yeah. Who knows? As long as we're talking, we're talking to David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver. As long as we're on the topic of former teammates, tonight could be a big night for Andre Johnson. You yeah. were in a wide receiver room with him, him. Yeah, for 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 five six years. Um, when you see Andre up third time now as a finalist for the Hall of Fame, I mean, obviously we're all hoping for that. But what are your when you when I say Andre Johnson, what's the first thing that sticks out to you? Most athletic human I ever played with. Really? Yeah. So there's human. like human, <laughs> yeah. human. Like there's um, when when you go when you're in high school and you're the best player on the team. There's like you watch film of other people and you're like, oh, I'm going to add that to my game. Mm-hmm. And you and you can kind of do it in high school. And then you get to college, and it's less. You're like, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. I got to do this. I got to kind of find who I am. And then you get to the NFL and you realize like. All the people that you mirrored your game after are in the NFL, and that is their game, so you got to kind of find your own. Andre was still one of those elite athletes where he could still take parts of people's Just games and, choose, and yeah. make them and make it his own, and he was so obviously physically gifted. Uh, just size-wise that he was intimidating to anyone that he was playing against. Um, he could catch. He had made some. I mean, some of the most amazing Crazy, catches that yeah. I've I've ever seen. And then obviously, like, has the speed, the uh, the package, and he was a, a constant professional. Um, I would have loved to see if he would have end up on. It would have been interesting to see if we were any good those years. Uh, how much easier would him to get into the Hall of Fame? But like I, I tweeted, I think last year or something like that, put up his best three seasons against like Calvin Johnson's best seasons, Jerry Rice's best seasons, Marvin Harrison's best seasons. They're right there, and uh, like his like catch to pass ratio, his number of first downs, the number, all the things that when you're in a receiver room that you evaluate, not just touchdowns receptions and uh and, and total yards like 
the number of the number of the amount of the offense that he was responsible for for the Texans was some years like over fifty percent. Oh yeah, and that's wild as yeah. a receiver. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah, I know, no question about it. Uh, hoping for big things tonight, man. Hope he gets in. Will what kind? Will that be basically another Texans reunion if he's going into camp? It'll be this more summer? wild than a Texans reunion. Re- so, oh, like, so everybody's I am, going. They, I am. Oh, you're. If you're not, you're a fool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're there because this will be the first Texan in, right? So he's got to beat JJ in. Is basically. Yeah, we don't count Ed Reed. In no. his five games he didn't, as a Texan. He didn't get voted in as a Texan, though, did he? No, he it? didn't. I'm, joking, I'm joking in, around. Uh, yeah, you well, don't no, go in. Don't. In the NFL, or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you don't go in under a certain right. team the way you do in baseball. Right, right. You but you don't have to go back. Player. You just go in as that player. Yeah. But usually one team kind of adopts you and, like, takes care of the party and everything. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like Ed Reed, obviously, the Texans didn't. They weren't responsible. This would be, the, this party, be the, yeah. the McNair's first crack at a Hall of Fame yeah. party. Put it that way, right? Yeah. Well, the uh, um, uh, I remember hearing, well, when Peyton got in, Owen and Joel and all those guys got to go because uh, they played with him in uh, Denver. Oh, yeah. Denver. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Peyton, like, rented out, the, like, the whole restaurant, and everyone's, like, just smoking all of the stuff and drinking <laughs> yeah. all of the stuff. And I was like, I want to go to that party. So Andre's got to Andre's got to go big. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For I'll, sure. First I'll make sure he does. I always, I always was on... I, I was Andre's road dog. Like You'll when spend he, his money I, for him. Oh, I would, I would yeah. happily. Like yeah. he, he would take me to the Rockets games. Yeah. And I'd be like, we want, we want stuff. I <laughs> think <laughs> it's on him. He'd be like, man, cool, cool. Take it cool. Take it easy. I was like, no, 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 we're good. Bring the good bring stuff. Bring the more. Bring, yes, so this is the good stuff. Yes, this stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah. The, the, the one on the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he routinely bring you guys to the Pro Bowl, too, to Hawaii? The Did he 10 greatest days of my life was in <laughs> Miami when the Pro Bowl Miami, and the Super that's Bowl were there. Almost died twice. Oh, wow. So you went to the Pro Bowl? And then suck around for the Super Bowl and just oh man. So he he so he made the Pro Bowl and he tells us all, hey, I'm going to fly all of you guys out there, yeah. and putting you up at the Fountain Blue for the Pro Bowl. All the all the wide receivers. Kevin Walter couldn't go. Yeah. Andre Davis couldn't go, and like one other receiver couldn't go. So it was me, Jacoby Jones, and Glenn Martinez. <laughs> That's a reality show. Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne, uh, all the guys from Miami are in Miami, yeah. and we're with them. Yeah, I'm yeah. the only white dude. Colorado State, I'm, Lane College. I'm the only white dude, and like yeah. it is wild, <laughs> wild. And, and like all his Miami cat friends are there oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he was and there for like, the oh, good times. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, about don't, he's like don't drink that, don't drink that. Yeah. He's like, there's stuff in there. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. like it was like okay. He's like looking after me the yeah, whole time because yeah. I'm like walking around like a zombie because I was up to. Four in the morning, and then like waking up, go to the Fountain Blue pool until like three in the afternoon, take a nap, and then do it all over again. It was wild. Oh, that was so God. fun. Oh, that's great. That, so <laughs> that is great. Um, okay, we're just going to need to keep you around for another segment. We it. haven't gotten to Brock Purdy yet. Yeah, we got to talk Purdy. We got to talk Purdy. We got to talk the Super Bowl and get your thoughts on it. David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver, is hanging out with us on Radio Row. Jake Plummer set to join us a little later on in the show as well. Excuse me, as well as we roll on here live in Vegas. Stay there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you live on Radio Row here in Las Vegas. Thanks to Yingling Flight for getting us here, the YouTube and Twitch stream. I actually got a couple texts from people watching on the stream asking if I've given you a hard time, David Anderson. Former Texans wide receiver. A hard time about what? David yeah. Anderson. How his what? his, oh, his uh, Dodger Dodgers hat have. that he's Why wearing. Why do you think I have brought this here? Yeah, Because you knew you were coming on with me. Because I knew you we were coming on. And yeah. We talk about so they, they bought their way to an even more disappointing oh. playoff exit. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, they're the best team that's ever yeah. sucked in the playoffs. 700 oh, million. Wow. Yeah, let's pay a oh, lot I'm of money. Oh, I'm sorry. Is, that, is it illegal to do that? Is it illegal to use capitalism to, to get players? <laughs> oh, no. I'm just oh, saying no. it must be particularly oh, no. embarrassing. No, like, no, it's pay, not. No, it's paying players to win championships. It's different than cheating Like the to multiple win cheaters on your Dodgers it's team? Different, yeah. It's different. Uh, Mookie than Betts that, and whatnot? Huh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so Houston couldn't have got Otani. It wasn't allowed? They, they don't didn't allow to. him? Oh, they, they didn't allow him. Yeah. He wasn't allowed they, to go there. If the Astros want oh, to get, they, 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 get rolled out of the playoffs by a, by a lesser team, okay. they can do it on their own. Okay, so yeah. you wanted right. the circus midget to come back. Yeah, that's for hey, five years. Hey, 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 now. I like him, though. I love him. <laughs> 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 so Launch you out of a rocket right into your right into Yeah. I love that guy. When he holds that bat, it looks so awkward. It looks like my son. I'm like, this is like a kindergartner. You're holding it's a magic thing. Yeah, David Anderson, father of three, by the way. Six, yeah. four, and one, you said? Yes, I am. Okay. Six, a girl and two boys. Girl and two boys. Okay. Johanna, Vigo, and Roscoe. Really? Yep. Those are cool. Roscoe Anderson. Roscoe. Okay. Sorry, you said six, four, and one, and I, I like immediately. I was like, what, is that a record of a high school team or uh, something? No, like no, no, no. <laughs> Those are the ages. My, 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 sorry. My MMA record. Those are the, <laughs> going back, going back in there you go. There you go. So David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver, but also CEO of Breakaway Data. And I, when people ask you what is Breakaway Data, what's sure. your like 30-second elevator pitch? Sports analytics company. We work mm-hmm. with leagues, teams, and athletes. Our goal is to give all the data and information that's collected on athletes back to them. So that's wearable information. That's that tracking GPS stuff you see on Amazon Prime now. That's all the training and force plate stuff you see in the gym. And it's also now medical records. So Oh, medical records. Yeah, so you get all that. So you don't have to go. Remember when we had to get our second opinions and you got they yeah. printed out the CD and then they gave you six PDFs? Yeah. It's still the same thing, so we fixed that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. 
Do you, uh, with the medical information, just like, okay, how do you handle HIPAA with all that stuff and just, everything? You it's just do all the security. We're SOC 2 and we're HIPAA. Yeah. Have, like, with a phone now, you can do really cool security. So, like, you have to sign in, and then you have to register, like, kind of use your face to sign in. And if you want to get your medical records, you got to do it all over again. So no, yeah. one, no one can steal your stuff. It'd be pretty hard. Yeah. And so, no one really cares about your torn meniscus anyway. Right, so. no, exactly. Yeah, when it comes to it's not the, yeah. uh, it's not, yeah, it's not, like, teams aren't generally, like, talking pancreatic cancer and stuff in a 21-year-old. Yeah. 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 What, um, so when you do, like, are you having to do a lot of, like, hardcore explanation to, like, Meatheads like myself, when it comes to like trying to sell sell your data to teams, how's that go? Well, sometimes, uh, well, a lot, sometimes really easy, sometimes really hard. Yeah. So that's a short answer. But the majority of what I do is try to take the subjective things that coaches talk about and turn them into objective measurements. So yeah. Brock Purdy was brought up, right? And yep. that, like, okay, so how did what did we do to analyze Brock Purdy? And this so was at the East West Shrine game. The East game. West Shrine yeah. game, what, three years ago, right before he was drafted, we had set up and analyzed every player. So they would either run or, depending on the position they played, they would do a different move, right? And so quarterbacks are obviously throwing the ball. And so a lot of the, you know, when you see pitchers, uh, the, they show those blue skeletons of the pitcher and they show all those biomechanics. Mm. That's what we did for quarterbacks. And what could you see? You're trying to look for how smooth is the quarterback, but what you're really looking for is how, uh, how is kinetic chain. So, like, is he disconnected? Does he throw the ball with his arm and then his hips move and then his feet, right? Those, those quarterbacks that are super easy just kind of look like they put their foot in the ground and then it looks like a whip that just the ball just comes out. And Brock Purdy is one of those guys where it doesn't look like he's throwing the ball hard, yeah. but it goes out there perfectly fine. It's got the right velocity, it's, and it's always in the right place. So he was one of the guys that definitely stood out. He was the best quarterback at East-West that week. Uh, and, and has kind of shown up and obviously uh, had an amazing career in the NFL thus far. But, um, you know, we were able to get a lot of cool information on guys, tell them about their game, which I think is the most important. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're playing, uh, they just tell you, the, like, your coach will evaluate you and be like, hey, Seth, so we need you to, like, uh, get stronger this offseason. Yeah. And you're like, that's no help whatsoever. Right, right. Like, yeah. what do I really need to yeah. do? You're like, oh, at the point of attack, you need to do this, that, and that better. And so that, that's, and then, like, that's what's in what's limiting. You can tell them what's limiting in that. At you could that tell point, them. Yeah. You could tell them what you're better at uh, mechanically than um, than other players, yeah. and what you're not as good at. Right? Like, our for a receiver, if I were evaluating myself, I didn't like drop into routes as, as I, I didn't get my butt down. Is what I was always yeah. told. But I didn't know why, and it was because I had a bad ankle and a bad back. Right. Uh-huh. So if I would have fixed those things, I could have dropped in. And you can see that when guys run, that their foot's off the ground a certain way and yeah. whatnot. So it's, it's really cool to get into all this stuff because it keeps me attached to the game. It's on the, uh, the kind of the smarter, less meathead side of the game, but it's still got meathead in it. In well, you got it because you can translate the information and talk yeah. to coaches about it yeah. in a way that, that, that they're comfortable with. I'm not, I'm not saying they're too dumb to comprehend it, but you can talk to them in their language. 100%. Yeah. You can't just go at them with like, hey, this is your FS2. Yeah. Like, what, the, what does that mean? You yeah. Know, do you guys do visual gotta, cognition? No. Do so you guys do an S2? No. Uh, no? no. <laughs> Would you ever, did you ever think of like, you should attach a score to no, it? No, we're okay. All you have to do is attach <laughs> a score or a grade to it. We're all right. We're all right. Well, uh, along those lines, um, I, when you're describing, we're talking to Texans, former Texans wide receiver, David Anderson, who, who runs Breakaway Data as well, analytics company. Um, when you're describing your work that you did with Brock Purdy at the East-West Shrine game and just how connected his throwing motion, how efficient his throwing motion is, I immediately think of C.J. Stroud. You, I'm sure you watch plenty of C.J. Stroud this yep. year. How would C.J. Stroud grade out on the Breakaway so Data analytics? We company? had him as well. Okay. Um, and off the charts in the same way. Yeah. Um, a little different of a delivery. 
um, and that like his arm is in there a little bit more. And so a lot of that, that wasn't yeah. taught until more recent. Uh, a lot of guys used to have their arm kind of out. Um, and but he's magical with his hips and how he can come across. And you saw that in that one like tweet or Instagram when he was rolling left and like rotated his feet and just flipped the ball to the corner in the Pro Bowl the other day. Like that stuff is really hard to do. Yeah. And a lot of guys do it and it and it and it looks hard and they can still get it done, right? Like um remember uh who's the quarterback for the Zach Wilson? He did it in his pro day. He rolled left and then launched one like that, but you're like, whoa, what an impressive arm. Yeah. You said arm. You didn't see that. You didn't say arm when you saw CJ do it. You said, whoa, look at that pass because it yeah. looked easy to him. And that's what's impressive to me is like when you can do the hard thing, when make the hard stuff look easy, that's always good. So when you're looking at that stuff now, do you start to see that? Like when you're watching quarterbacks, are you kind of like seeing a stick figure more so than like the person? I think when we, you... we always watched it, right? Yeah. Like you watch guys at every position and you're like, oh, he's athletically gifted. You see him in the weight yeah. room do stuff that's amazing. And then he gets on the field. And he does this amazing play, and the and the coach you sometimes won't, won't give him a bunch of credit. He'll be like, "Dude, that was hard." Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Back to like Andre, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Talking yeah. about Andre, he would do this. Sometimes yeah. he'd run a route, and Kyle wouldn't give him attaboys. I'm like, I don't know any other human on the planet that can run that <laughs> yeah, route. Yeah, because they make like, it look because, easy. Because he make it look so easy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, just do this again. You're yeah, like, that's, that's a, not you can't do it that. It's frustrating playing next to guys like that. Yeah, because they <laughs> coaches like, why are you guys not yeah, doing this? Simple. Yeah, look stupid. Just go around the offensive lineman and. Get the quarterback, right. Seth. Like, right. That's Why did you, have you considered running around him? Have you tried to juke him out, yeah. Seth? You know with what? Your feet? You juke him with your feet. You're like, yeah, I did that. Why are you not doing a John Randall spin move here? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know who I retro... Seth, come off the ball fast. <laughs> oh, thanks, Coach. <laughs> Appreciate thanks. you. I, I retroactively... You say that, and I retroactively now feel most sorry for Jacoby Jones. Because, like, height and weight and body type-wise, he was the thing with the Texans that most looked like Andre Johnson. A little bit. He was <laughs> more know? slight, though. Yeah, yeah. More slight. Yeah, well, and Jacoby used to be super small before... I mean, he was at Lane College. Yeah. He used to say, yeah, when I got to Lane College, I was 5'8", 140 pounds, soaking wet with bricks in my pocket. Yep. Yeah, and he got big. He was way funnier than Andre, though. He was way funnier. Yeah. Jacoby has, he's, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's, uh, was, he, was Jacoby misunderstood? <laughs> or did we I think understand he was him just fine? I think he was yeah. misused yeah. Uh, on our team, and then he got to Baltimore and he was, I think, he used more. He was used more was correctly. it just a scheme mismatch, or was it a. Uh... We had a lot of talent. People forget on that, on that Texan team, like, uh, you have. Arian, who demanded the ball and should have. Owen Daniels, who demanded the ball. And Andre Johnson, who demanded the ball. Yeah. All right? So there, there's 6, 70%, of 80% of your offense right there. Yeah. Kevin Walter was a hell of a player. Andre Davis, whenever he got a chance, did a hell of a yeah. job. Then you have Jacoby and you have myself. And so it's like there's just not a lot of balls to go around yeah. to those guys unless – well, I, I could know, see unless, unless some guys are willing to take less snaps. Like, and that's what they did in Baltimore. They should have pulled Andre in a couple of those snaps yeah. and just sent Jacoby flying down the field and let him outrun people. And just let him be a rhythm at. changer yeah. in that. Yeah. 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 Same with Andre. Like, but I, I wasn't going to do that. I could see Jacoby be, also being maybe kind of a guy like a basketball player who also needs a certain amount of touches to stay engaged. He's like, And uh, if he doesn't get those yeah. touches, he's completely disengaged. <laughs> what's what's like the six? Jamal Crawford. He's like a Jamal Crawford probably. Right? Yeah. Like okay. six man, come in, let him get buckets, get off the court. Yeah, yeah okay. And he's not going to – don't ask him to do a yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. As a, yeah. And then maybe yeah. because he was hot earlier, you keep him in the fourth quarter. But, yeah. like, yeah, Jacoby should have been, like, first and ten uh, when the defense – with a with a de- quick defense change. Yeah. 
Throw oh, on yeah, a deep get them post. out there immediately. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. the cross sport comparisons. Does your company? Your company isn't just football. We do a bunch though. of stuff. Yeah, we do a lot. We so we just signed a big deal with the NBA. That's fun. Congrats. So we're basketball. We're working with soccer. We did some stuff in English Premier League. Yeah, it's fun to work in all the other sports. I'll tell you that. Like, it's fun to see how how they evaluate talent. Uh, in Europe, the whole academy system that's coming. Oh yeah. Um, in the U.S. with with the the the, the S show that college football is and basketball is right now, the academy system, excuse me, has to come. Um, well, like in basketball, are you going over to Europe at all? You do a little, but mainly basketball's here. Yeah. Uh, soccer is just all Europe. Yeah. Uh, Belgium. Belgium soccer. Do you fun. get to travel a lot? I do. Yeah. Went to. Uh, I was supposed to go to Riyadh to go to the uh, the AT. So we work with tennis. We uh, the ATP was in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Tennis, huh? I had to, I had to um, sharpen up on my uh, Saudi Arabia geog- geography. Okay. Are you willing to sell your company to the Saudis? <laughs> Let's let's work up a fake press release about I how you were, hold on. important. But you guys had some business ideas. Maybe I'll take them to the uh, to the Saudis. To yeah, the Saudis. yeah, they're they're all written down back in the studio. Which one? What, what, do you have any favorites? We know we write them down in the big book of business ideas, yeah. and then I completely forget about them. The, well, the big one was our search firm that we wanted to do for coaches. Like if Corn Ferry can do this and demand four hundred thousand yeah. dollars for every coaching search, and they're all they're doing is like the same old stupid old boy. Network stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need like an AI based. Oh, you got it. It doesn't have to be AI. You just put AI on it. Right. AI based. You want to know search. what you do? Yeah. Is, and Sean would like this against the spread. Ah. They never talk about coaches against the spread mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, so and so was, you know, 25 and 6 yeah. at Notre Dame or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, that's different. If if you're if you might be you might have a losing record at Bowling Green, but if you beat the spread every yeah. time, yeah. like it's expectations, it's, that's, you're above expectations. Yeah. That's different. And and the crowd is the best um, assessor of talent, in my opinion. There's, I think, the angle with coaches also. That's a very very good measuring stick. And then I think when you add into kind of maybe some of the personality assessments and things like that. And but like for college, like. How does that, how does this guy work with this particular administration and culture? Well, that's like why Texas. Saban left. Yeah, Saban left because that used to be the thing. Now yeah. it's just now it's not even recruiting. It's how much you can pay me. Yeah, yeah. Like to talk about a guy, a guy like that that got into the game and was developing players and getting guys through two, three, four years, and guys would wait to be Alabama's next guy. Now that now it's like no, I'm going to leave, uh, and if you don't if you don't pay me an extra ten grand, I'm going to leave. Yeah, like that's that. The, the college college football has to figure it out fast. Saban to me, in a lot of ways, reminded me of Burt Reynolds at the end of Boogie Nights. It's like, uh, yeah. there's no art or elegance in it anymore. Right, it's all right, just VHS right. straight He's to video. Yeah. Yeah. In his boots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way it squishes between your toes. <laughs> that's, a, that's an unbelievable scene. Boogie Nights that's is tremendous. Unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable scene. It, it, it is tremendous. Hey, before we, uh, before we get you out of here, you mentioned college football. Um, so you went to Colorado State. Where are you on the whole Coach Prime phenomenon right now? Um, coaches at your arch rival. Yeah, so you almost beat this year. Yeah, that was I was by the end of the game. So my kids were in bed watching the game on prime time. I started fully clothed. By the end of the game, I'm in my boxers, sweating, screaming at the screen because I wanted them just to go for two. I don't yeah. know if you remember, went to overtime, and for I'm like, sure. go for two, end it now because yeah. our defense. We had just lost our best defensive player because he mm-hmm. got thrown out for uh, hitting Sanders hard. Um, I love how he's disrupting it. I'm a big fan of change and kind of like to stir the pot. So I'm a fan of that. Obviously, that comes with issues, and we've seen that. And he's lost a bunch of coaching staff. He's trying to figure out how to kind of 
recreate a roster every year, which I think would be exhausting. It's hard. Um, so we'll see what it looks like in two or three years, which is really the would be the tale uh, uh, that we have to follow. But the, the overall kind of like college football and where he fits in, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's 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 changed the game. The college football game has changed. NIL transfer portals make zero sense. Um, and so the coaches that can kind of like figure that out for the next couple of years until it finds its footing, uh, we'll have some interesting spots, but like, I, I, am I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, like what they do in a new conference and stuff like that. Yeah, in the be, Big 12 it'll, it'll now. be, it's, it's fun. David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver, awesome radio guest, great friend. You know, you can tell how long D.A. and I have known each other because when he brought up gambling, he's like, you'll like this, Sean. You'll like this, Sean. Yeah, exactly. You're a degenerate gambler. Yeah, you know. (laughs) You and I talk about the 20 football games we bet on. There's a reason I know Bowling Green's record. (laughs) That's right. It's not because... Is there a, a t- guest? <laughs> is that really a reason that we know you've known each other a long time? Was there a time in your life where somebody might not know you were into gambling? Yeah, it's just, you know, that, yeah. it's, uh, it's, 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 we go way back. Uh, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you. David Anderson, DA, we appreciate you stopping Anytime, by. Anytime, guys. I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, um, up next, we expect to be joined by Jake Plummer here on Radio Row. If we are, we'll, we'll see talk about to him. That. If not, we'll have some more C.J. Stroud yeah. for you coming up next. Uh, stay there. You're listening to Payne and Pendergast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's Payne and Pendergast. Getting a lot of good feedback on David Anderson, former Texans wide receiver. People enjoyed that. That was fun catching up with uh, catching up with DA. If you missed it, you can uh, download our podcast on the Odyssey app. Use the rewind feature. Uh, spent a few segments with DA. That was fun. I was. Uh, I'm glad I didn't ask. I, I told David I was going to go to Wikipedia to try to find something about him. I didn't know, and uh, I'm glad I didn't get a chance to ask him because he went to he went to Thousand Oaks High School, and I was like, oh, that's where uh, that's where Travis Johnson went. But Travis Johnson went to Sherman Oaks High School. Oh, okay, guess, yeah. So, and, yeah. And he's and DA is still within earshot, and he's yeah. shaking his head disgustedly at you right I think now. They're both kind of pretty posh, like. Upper middle class they, they neighborhoods. Are. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. are. They are. I think Travis and Travis and David didn't come up the hard way. You know? No, that's uh, yeah, like me. Not like you. Hard scrabble streets of Simsbury, Connecticut. <laughs> it was I know? Yeah, yeah. You get caught in the wrong. Boy, the part stuff of that Simsbury. went on at four Winterset Lane. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> you get caught wearing the wrong, the wrong Argyle in Simsbury. <laughs> so, yeah. They'd hit you with their tennis racket. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I got hit with a croquet mallet? I bet they still play tennis in Simsbury. Oh yeah, of pickleball, huh? Yeah, for sure. Oh, they both. Yeah, they, 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 that's, a big, a that's like a war being waged in a lot of places in America right now. As people taking over like the 
like the old like the old school handball and racquetball type people and everything are getting taken over by the pickleball. And I guess tennis courts too. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the big thing with the pickleball is when they're putting them in neighborhoods is the noise. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing is the noise. Uh, thwack, 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 yeah, thwack. it's a very loud sport, you know, whereas, you know, tennis, not quite as, not quite as loud. Brandy wants to uh, take up pickleball with me. Well, why not? I've told her to just go ahead and go, go find some good-looking young dude to go play with you. Play I'd, rather, I'd rather have you do that than me play pickleball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and let, find, the, and let the chips fall where they may. Seth, you know she might leave you for a young go, pickleball Go stud. have your good friend from work <laughs> who's from Italy and he's 28 years old. Go play with him. I would rather have that That's than great. me play pickleball. That's yes. great. Um, the expectation is that Jake Plummer is going to join us. I was just told by Laura Reynolds, our uh, assistant program director, that he is on his way. I don't know, man. After David Anderson, I don't know if I can, That's a tough uh, act to follow. Well, Dave, you know who David's hanging out with, too, this week is uh, Eric Winston. Yeah. Former, I do know, this is former the first, head of the union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eric is... Eric's doing some really... Both those guys are doing really interesting things in, like, the post-athlete realm where they're, they found a little angle. Um, and I can't... I wouldn't describe it. I don't know exactly what Eric's job description is, so I wouldn't try to describe it. But he was the NFLPA president, too. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of worked into the, 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 the little licensing side of things. They are two guys that I would have guessed... I would have given a strong possibility, probability, of at least one of those two guys winding up doing some version of what we do yeah. in broadcasting. Because they were both excellent, excellent, thoughtful radio guests back in their day. Yeah. The uh, hardest part about this is showing up every day. Like that. That's <laughs> no. I mean, there's a certain uh, you know, there's a certain amount of. You know, I, I I go back to like when I decided to do it. it. It felt like a good fit in a lot of ways, but I also had had like five years of doing whatever the hell I wanted yeah. every single morning. And then I realized after I started doing it, oh. I wish I should have had this the last five years. There's a too much too much freedoms rough. Little yeah. structure, yeah. little structure. Just, a reason to stay sober in the morning. There's that. That's too. what I needed these that's, last five that's, years. That's, that not much. Out. I don't ask for much. Yeah. Just a reason to stay sober. As in the uh, kids, kids, <laughs> yeah. if you can find a reason to stay sober, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to be sober all the time, uh, but it, it helps a lot in the life. The best is when you can find a job that you have to get up for, so it gives you a reason to get up, but you can still get drunk and do that job. Yeah, like think, forklift operator. For, <laughs> What? For some. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some. Uh, John Lopez is sitting down in, in what may be Jake Plummer's seat. It might not be. Um, uh, we'll see. I, un- I understand that it is uh, going to be Jake Plummer's seat right okay. out of the shoot in about a minute. So, uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, I will get out of your way. That's okay. Did you know that your co-host right now is dealing with some Uber issues? Yeah, I don't believe him. Oh, you don't, you're not buying <laughs> Okay. I, I don't believe him. You think it's just a smoke screen? Yeah. I, 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 come on. Oh, the Uber canceled. Yeah. In Las Vegas? Twice, I think it's canceled on him now. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, cancellation without a phone call. You could have been doing the, next, the first hour of this show uh, by yourselves. I had a little bit of a story this morning, too. What happened? So I, ha- I got a red car yesterday because I went fishing. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm going to return it after the show today. So I went ahead and parked. In the in the lot there at the hotel, and decided, hey, I'll just drive drive to the Mandalay, and then yeah. I can drop off the car because it's like twelve thirty, you yeah. know, uh, here two thirty our time. Still flooding. Oh wow! The rapids were blowing wow. uh, out of. I can't it, believe uh, how much it's raining. Yeah, here. it rained overnight. Yeah. So I'm driving out. Uh, oh, I'm driving out, oh. and all of a sudden, got interesting. And 
You'll have to save it for in the loop in a few minutes, the rest of your story, because right now, sitting down in the hot seat here with us, great to be joined by former NFL quarterback, former Arizona Cardinal, Denver Bronco, Jake Plummer, sitting down with us here on Payne and Pendergast Sports Radio 610. Jake, how are we doing? I'm good. I'm like, I'm driving out in the ray. I'm wondering what I was, I was kind of caught up with what you're oh, doing, okay. but you, you finish it. If you finish it whenever, whatever you want to do. I didn't mean to interrupt, but. Yeah, yeah. So we I'm make doing sh- good, man. I'm, I'm here. I'm present and accounted for on Radio Row, spreading some good word. You yeah, know? yeah. Ready, we're, ready to see what's up. We're going to get to getumbo.com here in just a second. We know that's what you're yeah, on Radio Row talking about. No, yeah, for somebody to show, the, the, it's, it's hard to get into this place. It's a right? Like you just had to go through like, like all the security and everything? Into, yeah, uh, you know, I got a guy, Chris Visser, working for us and, and, and helping yeah. line these up that, that handed me my credentials so well, that was were, nice oh okay sometimes you got if you know the right people i guess it's that's not us, easier yeah. well a couple days <laughs> ago when be. we first got here on monday sean and uh one of our coworkers were sitting down talking in the in the the media work area there and um started having a conversation with just a random homeless guy that had walked in. Yeah, I don't know so how like that guy through, like, three layers of security. But you're safe. Don't worry. Funny? Like, yeah, you're going to be... If yeah, you were yeah. trying to do that yourself, yeah. you'd look suspicious. But here's this dude just probably walking because he walks this way every day. He did it with confidence, yeah. And he walked in like nothing was different. <laughs> here I am. Yeah, man. It's amazing what you can do when you set the mind to it. Uh, Jake Plummer joining us here on Radio Row. Um, is Colorado still home for you? Yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. Because I, w- I lived in Parker for a little while. Okay. Um, well, you were the quarterback for the Broncos. I first lived in Parker when I, I first remember. moved there and then moved back up a little towards Cherry Hills area. I think you area. signed a helmet for like, my kid's kindergarten auction oh, or something sweet. like that. Right yeah, on. and like cool. Jake Plummer's a good guy. He did that. <laughs> but you played for Mike Shanahan when you yes. were there in Denver. So as you watch Kyle in this Super Bowl here, like what, how, as somebody play, who played for the old man and played in this offense, like what are your thoughts on what Kyle Shanahan and the Niners are doing these days? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's a secret that you know Kyle is a great coach mm-hmm. being advised by one of the greatest coaches that co- has coached the game I yeah. mean Mike Shanahan what he accomplished in his career his offensive brilliance and his mad scientist genius and not just offense but he knew defense like my friend Nate Jackson just did a great article on Mike and like this system and what Mike did was took him back through his his time getting to be with San Francisco and understand like Bill Walsh telling him, if you want to be a great coach, you got to be able to coach every single position. Yeah. Not just be a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator. So Mike knew the whole entire game. Mm. Like, I mean, mad scientist. So, mm-hmm. you know, Kyle is, is the same, probably the same way in similar ways, probably different, a little different coaching style. Mm-hmm. But, you, but I know his dad's watching film and breaking it down and showing oh, yeah. him wrinkles and the saying, consultant. hey, try this play on third down <laughs> in the fourth quarter against Baltimore. You'll score a touchdown, and there it is. It's a touchdown. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, well, yeah, Kyle had talked to uh, Kyle went over like, and wanted to learn the defensive side of the ball, which I'm sure yeah, his, yeah. Dad, his dad gave him that advice. Of course. There's something – it is amazing, like, when you – it's weird in the NFL. There's not a lot of that necessarily. You kind of get stuck in your own little silo, and you and you forget that, like, oh yeah, that other guy on the side of the on the other side of the ball is a different perspective than me completely. Did totally. you talk to like defensive backs a lot when you were playing about oh, that yeah. type of stuff? Um, yeah. I wasn't talking to them more or less like, okay, hey, what do you look for? But yeah. sometimes I would like, hey man, I'm see anything I can do, anything I'm tip, anything that I'm tipping my hat with, and yeah. like they'd be honest with me. And yeah. I played with played with Aeneas Williams and Champ Bailey. So like Those every day I'm going against guys. some of the yeah. best in the, that's ever played that position. Yeah, you can't help but want to go say, "Hey, what what can I do better?" Or just observe what they do. Yeah, 
and understand, like, you know, in, in Arizona after the Corey Stringer incident, they made us take water breaks. Yeah. And during those water breaks, we're all under the tent having a Gatorade or drinking water whatever. And Aeneas is running laps. And they're like, Aeneas, you got to come in. He's like, no, I'm going to play in this. Yeah. And he's doing push-ups. And he's, he's like, we're out here to practice. Ten minutes off, I'm going to get better. And so that's, you know, you learn a lot that way, too, by just observing how the greats manage their day. Is there, okay, so like your last year was what, 2006 or so? Yep. So 2006, that was like right before things started getting super interesting for quarterbacks, especially guys who could move. Yeah. Like, so is it, when, you, when you're watching now and you see all the different things with RPOs and with zone reads and just like, yeah, the, the coaches all of a sudden are embracing quarterbacks who are going to move instead of like trying to beat it out of them. Does yeah. it, <laughs> do, you, do you wish you'd been able to play in this era? Uh, Sort of, but then I, you know, I got to do my thing in, yeah. in my own ways. In Arizona, I had some great coaches that yeah. were able to put me in some good positions. Mark Tressman, one of those in '98. You know, we we went through an eight-game stretch where I threw for 2,500 yards. Yeah, and that was in two in 1998. In eight games. Yeah. So you put 16 games together. I'm clo- I'm approaching 5,000 yards in a season. Like, yeah. Whoa, this that wasn't happening a lot back then. Yeah. But we were we went into the no huddle. We were spreading it out. I was calling plays at the line of scrimmage, full on the full entire play. Yeah. Why? Because the defense can't process that right away and be able to do anything. And so it's changed. I do enjoy I, I enjoy seeing that process because now I remember many athletic quarterbacks that could do amazing things would get out of the, out of college and not find a way to play at the great on the greatest stage, which yeah. is all about what? Entertainment. Yeah. 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 Do you want to see someone throw a check down all day? No, you want to see somebody roll out like Brock Purdy and go get twenty yards and make a big play or watch Mahomes look over here and throw it way over there. Like, yeah. what the hell did he just do? I haven't seen that. So the the game has opened up. Coaches are more uh, open to bringing these athletes in and then helping them learn the game a little deeper level uh, of playing quarterback. And I was coached by so many great coaches. I wouldn't change it for a thing. But yeah, I do enjoy watching. I sometimes think, man, wow, what, what, what would it have been like with all these openings and this ability to to not get smashed yeah, every yeah. single oh, play? Like, I mean, yeah, that's I played in an era that, like yeah. there's plays like I would throw the ball and guys would take two steps and smash me. And then I'd jump up and be like, that's all you got? No yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd come even harder. So when they'd get me, they would really want to get me. Yeah. And that helped me, though, because then if I move real quick, you know, they'd miss me. But it was, a, it was different then, and I wouldn't – I mean, that, that didn't – that that still hasn't changed. You're still going to get hit, but there were times where you know they, it was a little. Oh no, it was kind of messed up. Violent. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> even uh, the, the you, I guess I saw, I heard some officiating uh, expert the other day make mention that like, well, you're allowed two hits before you hit them. I'm like, yeah, back in the day, but not now. Not now, because like, it used to be you could take two steps and yeah. wrap up and land on a guy, mm-hmm. and it would be all right. You, you know what like bothers a, me is there's yeah. uh, there's seems to be. Uh, a line, a discrepancy of who gets some of these calls yeah. as, at quarterback positions. Where if you're a mobile quarterback, Josh Allen yeah. can get plastered. It's okay. Yeah. You know, but another quarterback who's not like him, you know, will get a flag. It's yeah. like, where's the line here? Like, can we hit him? Can we not? What do we do? How do you, how do you really manage this? Yeah. And the rules are different. I mean, the rules are different everywhere. It's because it's not just the RPOs and the quarterback hits, but just what you're, how you're allowed to hit receivers. So yeah. like you don't have to worry about the suicide ball as much, like throwing it. You, know, you can oh, throw man, guys I, into danger without it, <laughs> it being as big an issue. That was the worst to throw a high ball and your guy running a dig across the middle and like, oh, I'm time slow down. Like, Are you just like, yeah, because you can oh, see it no. coming? <laughs> and their ribs just get crushed in and they're 
spleen's bleeding, and you're like, damn, that was part of my fault. What does, yeah, what's that feel like? Is that something you can feel almost before the ball even leave your, leaves your hand? Yeah, you're you like, know. Oh, it's coming. You kind of yeah. know sometimes. And yeah. then there are times, too, where you'd throw, I'd throw a ball that would be low, yeah. and they'd, they'd go down for it, and then you'd watch video, and you'd see him go down, and you'd be, I'd be mad. I didn't throw the right ball, and I'm like, oh. And a safety would just over the top. So yeah. it's like a it's muscle actually memory. Subconscious it's genius like a, it's a weird in. thing, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, mean, I wasn't, okay, throw it low. It was just something that you, you maybe saw over here. I mean, it just, I don't know, man. That's, that position is, is so dynamic. But just anybody on this field this yeah. weekend, I mean, I commend them for taking the time, putting forth the effort to be the best in what you do. And yeah. that's like something special. That's why I, with the work I'm doing now and talking to former athletes, it's like, don't forget what you did. Don't yeah. forget that, yeah, it didn't end the way you wanted. You got replaced by a shinier, younger, cheaper version of you, and it pissed you off. But don't forget, you put your mind to do something, and you were one of not a 1%. You mm-hmm. were point whatever, zero zero five percent in the world. Zero zero two of the high school football yeah, players. Right. I mean, yeah, right. You were the best in yeah. the world. At one point in my life, I was one of the best quarterbacks in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Who can say that about anything you're doing? Not many people. So I try to get these guys to remember that. Remember what it took to get there. And if you're hurting now and there's, you're not feeling good, it's going to take effort to get your body back to where you want to be. It's going to yeah. take a, a health lifestyle change. So tell us about that. GetUmbo.com. Yeah. GetUmbo.com. GetUmbo.com. I was involved early with uh, hemp and the, the education between the difference of marijuana and hemp. And now I get this another opportunity my buddy Dell Jolly, who I met with Charlotte's Web, yeah. and our other partner Rashad Evans, who's UFC Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. we get a chance to bring this to people's attention who are curious to approach health and wellness in a different way through nature, through these organisms that have been here for time eternal, have been used for centuries in Chinese medicine, Eastern medicine. Um, so getumbo.com. We're doing a 21-day challenge, which is to try to initiate something positive into your daily routine to get up and just shake it up a little bit and with cons- you know consistency over time equals results. These mushrooms you don't just have one have some one day and all of a sudden everything's great. It just is a positive intervention to initiate that step towards I want to feel better, I want to function better, I want to sleep better. Yeah. I want to have more energy during the day and I don't want to crash from all the caffeine. I want to do it in a natural way. We're trying to bring that to people's attention. And there's a lot of great companies out there. We're one of them. We're less brand-driven. We're more cause-driven. But to be able to do what I did on the field and now be able to bring this to somebody and have teammates call me and say, yo, man, thank you so much. I'm sleeping better. I'm back to working out. Things are just better. It it just helps initiate a good positive change. So the 21-day challenge is just asking people to join us. Me and Rashad will be in your corner giving you some movements yoga, you know, some meditation, oh, yeah? some just ideas on how to start your day to create uh, Little good habits, yeah. create some good habits, yeah. good lifestyle changes, because um, there's a lot of trash out there, and that's okay. I sometimes eat pizza because I love pizza, but don't eat it all the time. Right, all three meals. Yeah. <laughs> like so I may have done on this trip. One yeah, and, you know, sometimes I need it's the, the part of it is convenience. You can't yeah. do much if there's nothing, no other options, but it's been a really great time. It's been a lot of fun to help guys and help just the general public that's curious find another path towards your health and wellness that's great great get umbo.com it's a 21 day challenge that's former nfl quarterback 
Jake Plummer joining us on the show. Jake, uh, it's it's great to catch up with you. Yeah. As someone who was a fan of yours when I was living in Denver, it's great to see you thriving awesome. your, in your post-career. Thank and you. 20 years later, thank you for autographing that helmet. For of the, course, uh, man. Should have won the Heisman. That's Lutheran the coolest Church pre-K. Thing, Should have won the Heisman. Well, you know, let, let, me, let me just say something real quick. Back then, I was working at the Houston Chronicle, and I was covering National College football. You beat Nebraska. Yeah. And then went on. Uh, I voted you first in the Heisman. I think Werfel won it, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Werfel won he, it. He had, he had my my vote. It was incredible. I think the Rose Bowl was a little bitter, but uh, but no, absolutely, you know, positively, I, should have won the Heisman. I was in that building, though. You know what an honor. Yeah. And then we were right on the doorstep of a national championship. Yeah. Holy smokes! And then I'm a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. I didn't pull all of those off, but I, man, I was still right there. What I won't a, be petty in front of you on your behalf, but like <laughs> you should have given it to Werfel's receivers. Yeah. Steve Spurrier. Spurrier should have gotten his second point. Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> one as a player, one as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Ab- absolutely. Hey, thank you guys yeah. for having me on Jake, the show. Thank Appreciate you. it. Enjoy your week. Yeah. You too. Um, and uh, my wife's really excited about this because she's recently started doing stuff with mushrooms and cool. she's really excited. Yeah. All right. Get thank you. Getumbo.com is where you can find that. Uh, Jake Plummer, we thank you for, for dropping by and coming on with us. No, that's true, though. Like I, That's when I was co- traveling the country um, and covering all kinds of uh, <laughs> national college games. And boy, he. Great just, player. That's when Arizona State should have turned the corner and stayed there. Yes. Yeah. 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 No question. But no uh, question. How was the fishing yesterday? Uh, oh, did you want to finish your story you had about the floods earlier? Uh, okay. So just to recap. Yeah. <laughs> just to recap. Previously on Pain and Pain. <laughs> uh, I took. I, I got a rent car because I went fishing down to Willow Beach near Lake Mead. Yep. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We'll get into that a little bit. Okay. Uh, didn't catch a single fish. I made a friend. Okay. Uh, I made a friend, Teresa. No fish. One friend. One friend. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm driving. Driving back, and I'm like, you know, if if there's one week where I would trade not catching a fish for being extremely hot at the craps tables, this would be the week. <laughs> uh, so 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 yeah, but it's uh, a good trade off. It was a great trade off. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, didn't didn't catch any fish, and absolutely gorgeous. But I parked. I parked at the hotel because yeah. i got to return the car at 12.30, right. which is a half hour after our show ends. Okay. So I wasn't going to Uber, Uber back. It cost the same as parking. So you're returning it today. I'm returning yeah. it today yeah. right after the show. Yeah. Uh, but when I left the hotel, <laughs> I didn't even know it rained overnight. And yeah. it rained overnight. Again. And the rapids were, were blaring coming out of the hotel again. Were you parked somewhere? I was parked above it. Oh, my God. And, and they, it was barricaded off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can go park. Yeah, again, pay another day of parking, Uber over there, Uber back, and then ask for forgiveness from, from budget. Yeah. But a uh, security guy, a uh, police officer on a, on a bicycle said, you can get through that water. I'll move the barricade. Oh, okay. okay. So he moved the barricade. Wow. And uh, I'm sure his uh, superiors probably wouldn't have appreciated <laughs> that. John Lopez, barricade mover. <laughs> He's like, yeah, go ahead and go through the rapid water. Go, go, <laughs> go ahead and push it, it through. Is, it is crazy. This is the weirdest weather. Su- We've been to some weird weather Super Bowls. You know, like that. Dallas. Dallas when it just had the winter storm. And, yep. and Indianapolis and, back in the day. Yeah, was, Indianapolis. M- Minneapolis wasn't weird. It was just, just like, why yeah, are we it's here? It's Minneapolis. Right, right, Well, you on ice fishing. In Minneapolis. Yes, I did. This, and is, I, this and is the strangest one. It is the strangest one because it's an inch and a half of rain. I mean, it's raining every day. We 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 cry an inch and a half and a half of rain yeah. in Houston. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people here accused us of bringing the weather with us. Yeah, from, it, uh, it, 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 it's wild, man. But uh, no, that's that police officer. I know. I'm sure he broke some sort of rule. 
But he goes, I'll move the barricade. Yeah. I told him the whole story and all, all, all that stuff. So, uh, you know how it kind of it makes that sound underneath your car when you're going through high water? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Notice the taxi driver. Here we go. Up. Hey, real quick, let me mention you're listening to KLT and KLT HD2 and Odyssey Station. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 